baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Well, good evening, fellow Neanderthals, and welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. We're happy you joined us tonight here at your local liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion the conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. We're pleased to have you with us this evening. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open, as always. You can reach us at 316-869-1330. By email, you'll find me, John, at knssradio.com, on Facebook at The John Whitmer Show, and on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. Love hearing from you. I always appreciate it when uh, when folks reach out. I got uh, a bunch of mail this week, actually. I came into the studio this evening, found a ton of mail on my desk. So appreciate that. I love getting mail and, uh, and emails from folks. Tonight, is in recognition of tomorrow's Labor Day holiday, we'll talk about how the PRO Act, currently making its way through Congress, is not only anti-labor, but would devastate small businesses across the country. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the bill. It's another one of those liberal, you know, pieces of legislation. Well, pieces of uh, something at any rate. But we'll talk about that with Mark Mix. He is a... Uh, uh, well, he, he's with the National uh, Right to Work Committee. He's an expert at this kind of stuff. We're going to talk to him. One of those folks that you definitely want to get to know if you are, are concerned about the right to work. You know, we have the right to work here in Kansas, and so many states do. 27, this bill will take it away. He'll literally take away the right to work in 27 states. So we're going to talk to him and, you know, this is one of those things that folks are concerned about all across the country. And if we don't fight for the right to work, then we're going to lose it. And Congress is trying to take that away from us. We've got a great show for you tonight, and, and I want to get to it as quick as possible. But there are things that have been bothering me, things that are sticking in my craw. And, you know, it, it I get frustrated. Things that, that, that kind of rub you throughout the week, and, uh, you know, I, I try and figure out if I'm going to, when I get to writing my monologues, I try and decide what I'm going to rant on, what I'm going to f- bother me, what I'm going to try and discuss. And there's a growing push among the left in this country to either mandate the vaccine or, or, or punish those who choose not to get vaccinated. And uh, it should be noted 
and again, I, I've said it before on this show, if you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't, don't. I think it should be a personal choice. And I, I don't support any kind of mandates, mask mandates, vaccine mandates. I think it, that's the whole point of our country. It's a, it's a, we're a free country. Get vaccinated. If you don't, don't get vaccinated. But it should be noted that these are often the same people who are right now protesting Texas's recent anti-abortion law. They're now the ones saying that they should have total control of their bodies, and yet they want to mandate vaccines. So the hypocrisy here is, is pretty obvious. And, you know, they have the right to kill their own babies, but they want to force you to get a vaccine. Case in point, never-Trumper opinion writer at the Washington Post and frequent MSLGPTNBC contributor Jennifer Rubin tweeted on Friday that it was time to, quote, come down on the unvaccinated, unquote. She didn't go into detail. She just said it was time to come down on the unvaccinated. Now, set aside the fact that we still live in a free society and are dealing with a vaccine that most definitely has a fair amount of unknowns to it. Ruling with an iron fist doesn't make anyone more willing. Threatening to come down on people who are unable maybe because of their age, maybe because of their medical conditions, maybe because of their religious beliefs. But threatening to come down on them because they won't take a vaccine is not the way to get people to do what you want. And what amazes me still is how easily it has been to convince some people to give up their rights to a virus with a 98% survivability rate. But it frustrates me that some people think it's okay to threaten, bully, or cajole people into compliance. Jennifer Rubin, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, the whole bunch completely ignore Americans abandoned in Afghanistan, but heaven forbid somebody not be vaccinated. Ah, send out the cops, send out the dogs. These are the same people who would have complied in 1930s Germany, folks. They'd be happily wearing brown shirts and armbands and collecting names of any suspicious individuals who needed Brandon Whipple's style re-education. These people are so stupid, they completely ignore the fact that the unvaccinated cohort they despise so much isn't only those who are hesitant or doubters. It includes those ineligible for vaccines, such as children and those with medical conditions. I know someone who cannot get a vaccine because it may affect their health. It also includes people with sincerely held religious beliefs. I know Christian scientists, for example, who will not take the vaccine because it violates their sincerely held religious beliefs. But that doesn't seem to matter to the you-must-comply crowd. And who can blame the hesitant? This whole thing started with two weeks to stop the spread, then social distancing, then it was four weeks, then it was a month, then it was three months. Then it turned into 
just take them, just wear the mask. Then it was only temporary shutdown. Then it was only a lockdown. Then it became two masks. Then it was three masks. But then it was all over. Then we have a vaccine. Let's just get the vaccine. Why are you stupid? Just get the vaccine. Trust the vaccine. And that became, it's just an app. You just need to have the app. Just register for the app. It's just going to track your social media. It's for everyone's safety. Stop being selfish. And now it's, all you have to do is have another dose of the vaccine. Oh, and a mask. And a passport. And social distancing. Oh, but but don't worry. It'll be for another two weeks. (laughs) Who wouldn't be hesitant? Folks, it's time to resist this kind of self-righteous authoritarianism in the name of a public health panic. Again, you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. You don't, don't. But come down on people because they won't. This isn't about public health. It's about strong centralized rule that attempts to control and direct all aspects of individual life through coercion and repression. If the argument for vaccination is so sound, Jennifer Rubin, then win it. Convince the hesitant to get vaccinated. Don't coerce them. What exactly do you think should happen to them when you say come down on them? And she's not the only one. In a recent Washington Post editorial, Drew Western, a professor in the departments of psychology and psychiatry at Emory University, wrote, we were patient with the unvaccinated. Oh, how patient. How, how, how noble of you. We can't afford that anymore. He went on to say, quote, we have reached the point, however, at which we can no longer coddle the intransigent and we can no longer continue to put their freedom to die over our freedom to live. He suggests agencies that issue vaccination cards could issue wristbands that display the person's names and the words, I got vaxxed. Wristbands are inexpensive and readily seen as people either enter a restaurant or a pharmacy or a ballpark or their workplace. For other people, a lapel pin or a Velcro sticker might be easier or more to their liking. What about those who are unvaxxed, Professor? Maybe we could have them wear a gold star or something so we know who to shun. What do you think, Prof? What do you think, Doc? And of course, predictably... Despite the fact vaccinated people can still get and transmit the virus, now the unvaccinated are being blamed for the rise in COVID cases. Recently, Kay Ivey, the Republican governor of Alabama, said that it is, quote, time to start blaming the unvaccinated folks for rising cases of COVID-19 in her state. And some restaurants and airlines are contemplating imposing changes and charges On unvaccinated customers, good luck with that. Uh, Yeah, good luck. What is that, a surcharge? Like an automatic tip? You get an extra surcharge. You're going through your bill there. Do you get a little extra? Oh, you're unvaccinated. You get an extra 10% charge. Which ultimately brings me back to radical leftist Jennifer Rubin and her call to arms. Time to, quote, come down on the unvaccinated. You know what, Jen? With rhetoric like that, a few hundred years ago, you would have fit right in with a torch-bearing crowd screaming, burn the witch. 
We'll be taking your calls at 745, but if you want to know if Donald Trump will run for president again in 2024, you want to stick around through the break because when we return, David Bossie, deputy campaign manager to the 2016 Trump presidential campaign, will join us. We're going to discuss how the former president would have handled the crisis in Afghanistan and whether Donald Trump will run for president in 2024. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.